0: love the way this piece opens with the alto flute this is a instrument that can go a little bit lower than the standard flute so it's a wonderful register for that instrument and it comes in with that figure and then it bends microtonally downward. To me at least, it's somewhat reminiscent of the opening of The Rite of Spring by Igor Stravinsky. It's a completely different line, but nonetheless, there is that interesting quality of a solo instrument opening a piece grabs your attention right away. It's kind of beguiling. There's this otherworldly quality to it, especially when the other instruments come in. The composer Jane O'Leary layers the chord tones in this really wonderful way, and we're hearing the alto flute the bass clarinet which of course goes a lot lower than the regular clarinet and interestingly the accordion let's keep listening that's a piece by Irish composer Jane O'Leary it's called A Way Through to me at least it sounds like there is this thicket of chord tones if you will there's always this overlaying effect of the chord tones throughout the piece and A Way Through would be perhaps for the listener is there a way through this can you hear where this is going I think it's a great title really provocative and thought provoking in that way it's also scored for a pretty interesting instrumentation we heard Madeline Staunton on alto flute and Paul Rowe bass clarinet alongside Dermot Dunn on the accordion. So interesting instrumentation and featuring the accordion, I think, in a really unusual but great way in a chamber music setting. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead. On today's program, I'm going to be playing a lot of music in chamber music and orchestral settings that features the accordion. Of course, when we think of the accordion, we think of it as a folk instrument. If you've ever gone to Paris and you're on the metro, you're going to hear accordion players coming through the trains. I've heard it in Poland. I've heard it in a lot of countries in Europe, but the accordion is actually a popular folk instrument all over the world, as it turns out. And in the late 1800s, it started to slowly creep its way into classical music settings. Usually the composer was trying to evoke a particular kind of folk imagery, but by the time we get to Hindemith and some composers from the early part of the 20th century, it's very much being taken seriously as a concert instrument and when you get to our own time now we have these accordion virtuosos all over the world who are actively commissioning new pieces and they're really pushing forward with the accordion both in terms of what's possible physically on the instrument as a virtuoso but also what's available by composers again commissioning so many new pieces for the accordion and we'll hear several of those virtuosos on the program today Next up is a piece by Japanese composer Toshio Hosokawa. This is a composer I've always been interested in. I heard his setting of Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven as part of the first New York Philharmonic Biennial about three years ago, and it was just stunning music. He has this incredible ability to transport the listener into this other sonic environment, completely different and separate from anything that you've really heard or experienced before. So I was taken by this piece called Slow Motion and this is for solo accordion player. Here, Hosokawa is trying to evoke the world of gagaku, which is ancient Japanese court music. This is back when their capital was in Edo, and there were all of these incredibly complicated rituals and rites surrounding the Japanese court, and that applied to the music as well. So it is this very ceremonial music here is Teodora Ancelotti to perform Slow Motion by Toshio Hosakawa, And one of the things that I want to mention really quickly is not every accordion is the same. You can definitely get different sounds out of different accordions. And one of the most striking aspects of this piece is, is that the accordionist is asked to emulate a shō, which is a Japanese bamboo pipe instrument. And he's playing what the composer calls a nocturnal dance in the moonlight. So listen for that.
1: That's music by composer
0: Toshio Hosokawa in which he is evoking the world of ancient Japan. He was inspired here by Gagaku, which was the ceremonial music in the imperial court in feudal Japan. If you can imagine yourself in Edo back in the day, this is the kind of music you would have heard, except it would have been performed by a small orchestra. Gagaku was for several instruments. And here, we're hearing this for the solo accordion, which is a really interesting juxtaposition. It was performed by Teodoro Anzolotti, a great virtuosic accordionist. In fact, he has almost 20 releases out of music by contemporary composers. So definitely one of these people who's pushing the accordion into new directions. And the piece was called Slow Motion. In the last piece, we heard the accordionist being asked to emulate a show, which is a bamboo pipe instrument. And in the next piece, we're actually going to hear an indigenous Asian wind instrument, the shang. This is probably one of the oldest instruments known to humanity. It's really an incredible sound, and it's going to be paired, of course, with the accordion. The piece is by Finnish composer Tomi Reisinen, and it's called Gatekeepers. Tomi says that in this work, the two instrumentalists act as gatekeepers, or filters of musical material and textures throughout the piece, various types of musical situations will be presented. Some of them will be rejected right away. Some of them will be transformed to be more appropriate, as it were, to the gatekeepers. So the musicians here are sort of acting in a metaphorical context. They are deciding the course of the piece as it goes forward, which is a really interesting way for a composer to structure a work. Here are Wu Wei, Shang, with Pascal Contet, accordion to perform Gatekeepers, music of Finnish composer, Tomi Reisonen. music by Tommy Reisonen. The piece is called Gatekeepers. It's for Shang and Accordion. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? We've got an indigenous instrument from China, the Shang, a mouth organ, played there by Wu Wei. And then we have the accordion, perhaps best known as folk instrument from... Europe, and South America, all over the place, and they're combined in this really, really interesting way. This is also another piece that opens with a solo instrument. I think the Shang is, again, very arresting, much like the Jane O'Leary that we heard at the very beginning of the program. There's this kind of immediate quality of, oh wow, what, what is this? <laughs> I can't wait to hear more of this piece. It's great music by Tomi Raesonin. Next up is a piece called Glimmer, this is by composer Richard Warp, and this was written for Stas van Glewski, and I have a story about Stas van Glewski because I, I know him. He is uh, perhaps the foremost virtuosic accordion player in the United States. He's unbelievable, and he's one of the few people who plays the button accordion, and this is where the very, very helpful keyboard that looks like a piano keyboard on the accordion has been replaced by what I think would be an incredibly unhelpful, bewildering array of buttons. <laughs> it's absolutely... Mind boggling to me that there are people who can play this instrument. And my company, Access Contemporary Music, years ago we had programmed a piece called Three Different Keyboards that was for accordion, piano, and marimba. And the accordion had to be a button accordion. And I remember contacting the musicians union and talking to accordionists all over Chicago and nobody could play the button accordion. We had to bring Stas Van down from Milwaukee. He's one of the only people in the country who does it. And I met him and he's the nicest guy in the world. But when he plays the accordion, boy, it's, it's, it's something else. So I really wanted to feature Stas today. I was very happy to find this piece called Glimmer by composer Richard Warp. And it is in fact for the button accordion. So you'll get to hear this for yourself. Here is Stanislav Glevsky on the button or the bayan accordion performing Glimmer by Richard Warp That's a piece of music that's featuring the great accordion virtuoso Stasvin Glewski He is a Milwaukee resident, somebody I've worked with in the past, and somebody, as soon as I knew I wanted to do a show featuring contemporary composers writing for the accordion, that I had to have Stasvon Glewski somewhere on the show because he's one of these great virtuosos who's really, really expanding the capabilities of the accordion and the repertoire for the accordion. He plays the button accordion. He's one of the few people in the United States to play that instrument, which, as I mentioned, is uh, where there is a series of buttons for the left hand rather than piano keys. I mean, it's just an incredible instrument, the capabilities of the button accordion are amazing. The downside is almost nobody plays it, and so that's why I really wanted to feature him, and especially in a solo piece, we heard Glimmer by composer Richard Warp, which I think is a great showpiece for this master of the accordion, or I should say of the accordions, because he plays every different kind of accordion possible. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today's program is about the accordion, an instrument that really for hundreds and hundreds of years was only known as a folk instrument, but is slowly making its way into the concert hall, especially because of great virtuosic accordionists who are actively commissioning works and expanding the capabilities of this wonderful instrument. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or for a complete playlist of what you're hearing on today's program, you can visit us at relevanttones.com playing a lot of different pieces on the program today that have been written for the accordion, this instrument that is slowly sneaking into the concert halls. There are now accordion concertos with orchestra. There are pieces for the accordion in chamber music settings. We're hearing composers, as is their want, becoming very, very creative with the accordion, using it in its traditional way, but then also finding a lot of other ways to use the accordion. For example, the piece in which the accordionist was asked to emulate the show, an ancient bamboo pipe instrument. It's really, really interesting things that composers are doing. With the accordion, and I think it's worth mentioning again that this is mostly being driven by the accordionists themselves many many accordionists now are virtuosic players they can play all the folk music all the things that we traditionally associate with the accordion but they can do a lot of other things too and so they're telling composers hey write for my instrument do whatever you want to do please and composers are responding and there's a lot of really great music being written for the accordion so on the program today we're featuring just a small sample of a lot of music that's happening globally for the accordion the next piece that I want to play is by Magnus Lindberg, one of the most famous Finnish composers of his generation and one of the early graduates of the Sibelius Academy in the same class as Esa-Pekka Salonen and Kaya Saryaho, that really wonderful group of composers and conductors to come out of the Sibelius Academy and take the world by storm. This piece is called Metal Work. And it's interesting to note that he was writing this piece while he was writing Crash, which is one of his great orchestra pieces. I've heard the piece described as a 45-minute sonic assault. (laughs) It has the largest percussion array, perhaps, of any orchestra piece in the contemporary repertoire. It's just an amazing work. And so a lot of the little figures from Crash get used here as well. The pieces were for accordion and percussion, and you're going to hear a lot of metal sounds. This piece is uh, not as aggressive. If you know Monusolin, works from the 70s and 80s. I, I once heard Esa Pekka in, in a lecture at the Chicago Symphony say, this is music where the composer tears a house down and then makes music on the rubble, on what's left. You know, it's post-punk. <laughs> that was kind of the aesthetic in Helsinki in the 1970s and 80s. But this work is not really like that. There are a lot of lovely moments in it. Here are Sofia Agioniemi, accordion, and Julien Megros, percussion, and they're going to perform an excerpt of metalwork. We don't have quite enough time to play the whole thing. This is music by Magnus Lindbergh.
1: Thank you. you <laughs>
0: A piece of music performed by a duo called Too Hot To Hoot. I think it's a great name for any Ensemble really but it is an accordion And percussion duo we heard Sofia Agioniemi on accordion with Julien Megros percussion they're Performing a piece called metal work by Finnish Composer Manius Lindberg this is a Work that was composed more or less around the same time That he was writing crash a large scale orchestral Work that is kind of unbelievable In its intensity it's a, just a Hugely intense piece gigantic Percussion section etc here he's taken a lot of the metal sounds that you hear in crash And transferred them into a more kind of shimmer wavy sound that I think blends really really well with the accordion. It's a great work, metal work. We heard as much as we could get of that piece. and That was actually a live recording from the final round of a competition in Bern. The last piece I'm going to play on the program today is by Danish composer Per Norgaard. and this is kind of a, an interesting piece, an interesting story. He's an interesting composer. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. So he's in his 80s now, and he's having this amazing late career renaissance. All of a sudden, his music is getting performed all over the place. He had a big premiere by the New York Philharmonic last summer, for example, the U.S. premiere of his eighth symphony. He had a big premiere in Helsinki. He's getting all of these premieres and commissions around the world, and it's very late in his career. He's in his 80s. Prior to that, he really kind of flown under the radar for 60 some odd years as he tried out a lot of different styles and I think a lot of this is just he was sort of born in the wrong time if you will I mean he's not so interested in the serial techniques atonal music that really marked the music of the 50s 60s 70s 80s and even into the 90s he was interested in finding a different way of presenting tonality, and we're going to hear that in this piece. It's called Recall, and it's for Concerto and Chamber Orchestra, and it is as tonal as music gets. It's amazing to me that this was composed in 1968, because this was a time when a lot of composers were saying, if you weren't writing serial music, you were of no use, that you were actually backwards looking, and, and you were hurting the history of music. And so Per in this context, is writing this piece knowingly. To me, it's like an act of rebellion in a way. He's casting off the guiding principles of his teacher of his fellow composers especially the composers that are older than him it must have been really hard to do a very brave act when you hear this piece you're going to hear that it's inspired by folk music which of course is appropriate for the accordion and it is very tonal it's also a beautiful piece of music it's in three short movements it's called recall we're going to hear Bjark mogensen on accordion this is the person for whom the piece was written and he's performing with a danish national chamber orchestra led by rolf gupta Here's music from 1968 for accordion and chamber orchestra by Per music from 1968 by Per Norgard again if you know anything about orchestral music history you know that a tonal piece of music from 1968 written for orchestra is a bit like a unicorn (laughs) it didn't happen that often it was mostly at that time a lot of atonal music but Norgard went in a different way and I do really think that affected his career there's a reason that it would be five decades almost before he would catch on and have the international renown that he has today the piece is written for accordion and chamber orchestra and we heard the Danish national chamber orchestra led by Rolf Gupta. Our soloist was Bjark Mogensen, for whom the piece was written. Another one of these great virtuoso accordion players who's really out there expanding repertoire for the accordion. Like I said at the top of the program, the accordion is just starting to sneak its way onto concert programs, into chamber music circles, and this is being led by the accordionists themselves, and it's been a very successful movement. So I think that the chances are quite high that if you go out to see chamber music and orchestra music concerts, you'll hear the accordion on one of those concerts sometime soon. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis and additional production help provided by Rebecca Knightsted. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted from the WFMT Radio Network Chicago.